What is the message from God to us? I love you. What is the message from God in the Bible? That He loves us. What is the message that our Lord Jesus Christ brought? That God loves us. And what is the message that the Holy Spirit delivers today? That God loves us. That is the message. The message is one. God loves us. But why some individuals have trouble to believe that God loves them? It's because they do not trust in God. And today we are going to talk about how we can trust in God. Welcome to Victory Church. My name is Giancarlo Villatoro and I am the pastor for Victory Church. It's my honor that you are investing time today here with us. I would love for you to learn how to trust in God and we have a great example in the Bible is the prophet Isaiah. He lived in Israel near the year 700 before Christ and he was taught according with the Torah. The Torah, the five first books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Those five books are considered in the Hebrew culture the Torah or Torah. And Isaiah as a little boy was raised reading and learning from those books. So he started to develop a relationship with God. Like many of us, when, when we started to hear about God and read part of the scripture, like perhaps is your case, you are kind of getting familiar with the scripture, but you do not understand everything. And that was exactly what happened to Isaiah. He was like you, like me, just a person learning how to understand the Bible. He was developing his faith according with the readings and his meditations. But there is something special about Isaiah. You know what happened with him? He was curious about God and he invested the time speaking to him, saying prayers, trying to understand better who God was. Let me tell you this. If you are looking for God, if you are investing time seeking him, you are going to find him. And that is exactly what happened to Isaiah. In his book, the book of the prophet Isaiah, in particularly in the chapter 6, he says something very, very interesting about his encounter with God. And he describes something there that is very interesting, especially in the verse number 5. He said that he was frightened. And he was frightened because he realized his condition before God. When you have a supernatural encounter with the good Lord and you see the reality of his power, of who he is, there is no way that you will just observe that and say, oh, how cool you are, Lord. No. Isaiah was frightened because he saw the beauty of God, the greatness of the good Lord God Almighty. And when you have the opportunity to feel the presence of God, and experience the reverent fear that we can have for the good Lord Almighty, your life is going to be transformed. The problem is so many people just have an, uh, an idea. It is some, some sort of an intellectual connection with God. It's a concept of His divinity, 
but not a real experience with the power of the good Lord God Almighty. Isaiah experienced that himself, and that transformed his life. Isaiah was captivated by the glory of God. He was just amazed. And the more that he was dwelling in the presence of God and listening to his voice, he was receiving more and more revelations from the good Lord about the future. So chapters like 9 or 11 that describe the coming of the good Lord Jesus and the Messiah, and eventually in chapter 53, the sufferings of the Messiah, all those chapters describe pretty much the vision that God gave to Isaiah about the Messiah. The people of Israel knew about it. They knew that they needed to be delivered. It's like you have that feeling in your heart. You know your life cannot continue being the same. You know your life has to be different. You know that you need the intervention of God. Something has to happen is what you are thinking. The people of Israel knew about it. They knew that they needed to be rescued and they waited near 700 years. Generation after generation waited for the Messiah. And they thought this Messiah is going to come just to conquer the world. And now we, the people of Israel, are going to rule the whole planet. But it's not exactly that what the Lord God Almighty had in mind. What he was thinking was in providing our Redeemer, providing the salvation for the souls of all humankind in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. It was Mary, the one that the good Lord selected for this particular mission. Mission impossible, right? Of course it's impossible for men, but it's not impossible for God. And Mary conceived the person of the Lord Jesus, the only human being that has ever existed without the intervention of a man. A hundred percent God, a hundred percent human, our Redeemer, our Lord, our King, the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you know that the meaning of the word Isaiah in Hebrew Yeshayahu is God is our salvation. Yes. And there is a chapter that you will love to read and I will encourage you to read. Isaiah wrote in chapter 43, verse 2 and 3, When you are in trouble, I'll be with you. If you are going through the rivers, it won't hurt you. If you are going through the fire, you won't get hurt. I'll be with you. And I'll be with you because I love you. I am your God. I am the Holy One of Israel. I am your Savior. Isaiah developed this fabulous relationship with God where he was absolutely trusting in Him entirely. For Isaiah, trusting in God was not a problem. And believing that what he was putting in his heart was not a problem either. He just learned to trust in the Lord. He had a perfect relationship with Him based on the faith that He had that God loved Him. And that is all that we all need. 
but there is no way that you are going to have that that level of trust and faith when you don't have a personal encounter with the good Lord God Almighty. And there is only one way that you can do it, is when you invest time with Him. Being in a church setting on a, or in a Bible study group setting or by yourself. When you say, Lord, I want to find you. I really want to, ex to experience you in that level of trust that they, these people are talking about. I want to have that level of trust. When you invest the time to be with the good Lord God Almighty and His Word, you will receive that power in your heart that you know that He is talking to you. Like in the Psalm 37, 3, when it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do good. Do you know that when you are trusting in the Lord, you have no problem whatsoever to do good things for others, to do what is right? You just do good because you have that faith in God that He is watching over you, that He will help you, that He will provide for you, that He will do awesome things for you. Psalm 31, 19 declares, You have done so many good things for those who trust in you. Let me give you this example. Imagine in a home, there are two little kids, the same dad. The kids hear the dad saying, Kids, today I'm going to take you to eat popcorn and ice cream. The two kids get excited. But around 11 a.m., one of the kids starts to feel anxious and starts to push. Hey, Dad, where is my popcorn? Where is my ice cream? While the other kid is just keeping busy doing what he has to do, but trusting in his dad. Around 2 p.m., the first kid is really upset because there is no ice cream, there is no popcorn. And he is saying now, to the other kid, I knew it, my dad is a liar, I cannot trust him. While the other kid says, you know, every time dad promised us something, he always did it. I trust in my dad. That is exactly the situation with so many people. They hear the same promise, the promises in the Bible, popcorn and ice cream, forgive me for the analogy. But the promise is there. And there are people like the first kid. They get anxious, they get upset, and then they start talking about how God cannot bless them. Well, there are others that they do what they have to do. They keep trusting in God that they have the patience to wait how the Lord is going to bless them. The thing is, at the end, the dad, because the dad loves them, brings them the popcorn and the ice cream. The difference is the first one kid lived the whole day under tension with uh, remorse for what he said afterwards. Didn't enjoy it entirely. While the other kid was trusting in his dad, just waiting because he trusts that his dad will provide in the right time. It's all about timing. The Lord Jesus told us in Matthew chapter 6, 26, look at the birds, watch them. They eat, 
the Lord takes care of them. Don't you know that you are more worth than those birds in the eyes of God? He will take care of you. It's just a matter of learning to trust in God. But the problem is that so many people put their trust in money. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5, it says clearly, Stay away from money. For, for the love of money, stay away from that. You don't need to put your trust in money, your love in money. No, 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 no. Stay away from that. Trust in the Lord because, because the Lord is the one who will provide for you. The Lord is the one who is going to take care of you. The next promise about that is in Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. The good Lord will provide for all your needs according with His riches in glory. He will, as long as you can trust Him. And of course, there are principles in that. You have to be faithful to the Lord. The Lord deserves to be trusted. And you need to trust Him. And sometimes you have to do baby steps. And one important thing about trusting in God is to make declarations. Say statements like, I'm trusting in God that today is going to be an awesome day. I'm trusting in God that this week is going to be an awesome week. I'm trusting in the Lord that He will provide for all my needs. I am trusting in God that everything is going to be all right. And as, as you think that way, and you say things that way, you will see the glory of God. And you continue developing your faith in Him and your trust in the name of our Lord Jesus. And do you want to know something very interesting about trusting in God? It has to do with music. <laughs> it has to do with music and songs. Psalm 13, verse 5 and 6, it says, I'll trust in you, Lord. And when you save me, I will sing songs to you. You know, one of the most beautiful things in life is music. It is. It doesn't matter the style. And of course, everyone has different opinions about uh, instruments and rhythm and genre and all that. I understand that. But music, it's beautiful anyway. And the good Lord loves music. And the good Lord loves for us to sing songs to worship Him. And one characteristic of someone who trusts in the Lord is his desire to sing songs, to sing thank you songs to the good Lord, to sing songs to worship the good Lord God Almighty. Singing songs is just a wonderful thing. You know, there is a birthday party. And what we do with the cake, when we bring the cake and the candles, what is what we do? Happy birthday to you. Isn't it great? Absolutely. Hey, listen, there are sports competition. What is exactly what we do before, exactly before the game? We sing the national anthem. You know, I remember many, many times seeing people in tears in the stadium when they were singing the national anthem. I have seen that because 
and singing there is power. Do you know that when you are singing, it's, sometimes it's like poetry, but it's coming from your soul, through your voice. You are basically, when you are singing to God, you are giving an offering. It's worship. It's something that is very special in the eyes of the good Lord. If only you could participate in worshiping the Lord with the rest of saints when we do our services and we sing the songs. Some people say, hey, listen, I'm not music inclined. You know, my voice is terrible. You know, da 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 da, -da excuses, excuses. But you know something? One day in heaven, we will be singing songs to the good Lord. What would you do if the Lord says to, to you one day, come on, sing to me happy birthday. <laughs> what would you do if the, Lord, if the good Lord says to you, I want you to sing a song for me? What would you do? Well, the Lord is not going to ask me that. He knows that I am not a singer. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure that you cannot give a song to the good Lord? It's part of developing your faith, developing your trust in God. Psalm 28, 7 says, The Lord is my shield. He is my Savior. He is my protector. He saved me. He had blessed me with many things. That's why I sing songs for Him. Singing songs of adoration to our good Lord. It's a characteristic of a believer who trusts in the Lord. But perhaps you, my friend, do not trust in the Lord at all. Perhaps you are someone that even do not believe anything at all of the things that I am saying here. But you are curious. And you wish that you could have that faith. Well, let me tell you something. To me, it requires sometimes much more faith to not believe in God than to believe in God. How you can explain that the whole universe, our lives, our bodies, the miracle of life can happen just because? But when we have so many proofs of the love of God, the scripture, and over all the things, His Spirit dwelling in our hearts, the Lord Jesus giving His life to rescue us, and having the love of so many believers around us telling us the same thing, God is love. How we can refuse that? How we can refuse to not receive the gift of salvation? So I'm going to invite you today to open your heart and say a prayer with me. It's a very simple prayer. And you are going to say something like this. Dear God, I need your help. I would love to experience something like Isaiah experienced. To, to find myself that I am in so much need of your forgiveness. I would like that. I would love to be able one day to, to be before you in your holy throne and see you in your majesty. I will love that very much. And I'm asking you to forgive me for even not being able to believe totally what I am saying. 
but help me to believe. I surrender to you today, Lord. I give you my heart. I give you my life. Take my life and make me a new creation. Make me one of yours, one of your children. In the name of Jesus, forgive me for my sins. And give me your Holy Spirit. I will love your Spirit to dwell in my heart in this very moment. Thank you for my salvation. Thank you for the forgiveness of my sins in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So wonderful to have you here. I appreciate so much the time that you invest. And I wish you a beautiful day. Remember, trust in the Lord with all of your heart.